hello everyone and happy Sunday. Um, I am so glad to be doing another podcast episode with you all today. I hope that you guys had a wonderful Sunday. I hope that you joined in with your church family singing the, the praises of our Savior and King and uh, was challenged by the word today. I know that I was challenged <clears throat> by the word that was preached today. So it is the month of May. I am excited for the warmer weather. I'm excited um, that that summer is going to be coming soon, but that we're in this time of spring, of of growth and things blooming. Um, God is good and, and life is good. So for the month of May, I am doing a series of podcast episodes. I'm not sure how many um, as of yet on knowing God. So first off, I want to say that there is a difference between knowing of God and knowing about God and then actually knowing God. For example, the demons know the name of Jesus and scream and squeal at the name of Jesus. Do they really know Jesus and have that intimate relationship with him? No, but they know of him. So there is definitely a difference between knowing about something and really knowing something. And so I wanted to talk about knowing God probably for three or four episodes just talking about that. So first off, I wanted to give some definitions of the word know. Um, know to be aware of through observation, inquiry, or information. So it's through observation, so through your seeing, inquiry, through asking questions about something, and through information that you've gained about something. Knowing something is also having developed a relationship with someone through meeting and spending time with them. That's how you get to know to know somebody. It, or to some somebody or something is by spending time with that thing or that person. Meeting with them and spending time with them. So there are different ways of knowing. As, as most of you know and I think I've talked about before, I have a bachelor's in psychology. And one of the classes that I took was was uh, learning psychology, and, and I, t- I learned about different ways of learning. So just like there's different ways of learning, there's different ways of knowing and of knowledge. So the first one is through language, through, through, through our speech. Um, that's how we know something is through, through talking about it, through talking about it in a language that we understand because there's many different languages in the world, but language. Uh, the second way of knowing is is sense perception. So what are the five senses? You know, tasting, smelling, seeing, touching, hearing. All those things um, allow us to get to know something. Um, three is through emotions. Now, I would like to, to take note here that emotions can be deceiving. And so, yes, that's still a way of knowing something by getting intimate with somebody. Sharing the emotions with somebody is how you, how you get to know them. But do know that we as humans can have faulty emotions. And what I mean by that is our, our emotions can, can, cannot always be accurate portrayals of what's actually going on. Our emotions can, can run away from us if you will we can be become upset about something that really if we knew the whole situation we may may or may not have become upset by that kind of thing the fourth way of knowing is through a reason 
Now, some people are not very emotional-based, like we've talked about before when we talked about personalities. I'm ministering to people with different personalities. Some are very reasons-based. They want the logic. They want um, the scientific proof. And so through, through reason is their way of knowing. The fifth one is through imagination. The fifth one is imagination. And again, our imaginations can run wild. We know that. We are humans. We are fallible. Our imagination can run wild. But think about this. If we did not have an imagination, think about all the things in this world that have not been created. For instance, let's take the, the smartphone. We all have a smartphone. I mean, that's the way that I'm recording this episode right now is through my smartphone. If someone did not have the imagination to, 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 to create that, it wouldn't exist. Imagination is a good way of knowing imagination is key and we should have an imagination too when we think about our 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 walk with christ imagining how things could be uh, uh taking what 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 we have and, and turning it into better for the kingdom having an imagination being a dreamer is is of importance and has its place of course if we do it in order and we don't let our imagination run away with itself then our number six is through faith. That's part of the way in which we know God is through our faith because we have not been able to see God with our physical eyes as of yet, although we know one day we will, but we haven't as of yet. So part of knowing God is through faith, believing in him, trusting in him, believing in his promises, even when we haven't seen them fulfilled yet. Believing in him even though we have not physically seen him with our eyes. And then number seven is through memory. A way of knowing something is, is through our memory of that person or that thing. No, knowing God is the memories of all the times in which we have spent with him. All the times in which he has spoken to us. All the times that we've prayed and had dialogue with him. All the times that we have spent in his word and he has illuminated the Holy Spirit has illuminated his word to us, which is one of the best ways to get to know God is through the word. So there's a lot of ways of knowing. So this 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 episode, like I want to, to preface it, um, we're about halfway in, is that it's a little bit, some might say, boring. And they might feel like they're more in the class. But I wanted to give this background of knowing what is knowing, what is the definition of knowing, what are ways of knowing, what are some scriptures about knowing so that way we can therefore then dig deep into knowing God and what that looks like what are some aspects of God maybe that we need to know um knowing him knowing his his character knowing who he is so I want to read some scripture that talks about knowing God the first one that we're going to look at and we're going to look at several today, is 1 John 3, 6. It says, Whoever remains in him does not sin. Whoever sins has not seen him and does not know him. So part of knowing God is remaining in him. You know, we are the vine and he, or he is the vine and we are the branches. Remaining in him, connected with him, 
is a way of knowing. And as we remain connected to him, and as we know him, it keeps us from sinning. Because if we know him, we don't want to do the things that displease him or the things that separate us from him. Because it says, whoever sins has not seen him and does not know him. The next verse you will find in the next chapter, which is 1 John chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. It says, We are of God, and whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not of God does not listen to us. This is how we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Um, this whole portion of scripture that it's talking about here is testing the spirits, knowing what spirit is of the truth and of God and what spirit is not. And we will know by who they listen to. We will know by who they listen to. Then you've got 1 John 2.3, which states, By this we know that we know him, if we keep his commands. It is simple. If we keep his commands, if we're obedient, if we are without sin, that is one way to know that we know him. To know that we know him. Now we're going to get into the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah is one of, one of the major prophets in the Bible. And I believe that it's important that we look not only at the New Testament, but at the Old Testament in all things to, 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 to take all of the Bible and not just parts of the Bible. So Jeremiah chapter 9, verses 23 and 24 says, Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. And let not the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me. That I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. So, if we know him, we are going to be people that are full of wisdom. That we glory not in our own wisdom, but in the knowledge of who God is. We will understand the mysteries of the Lord as he reveals them to us. Because if we know something, again, we have that connection with something. To know something, you have to study it. To, to know someone, you have to um, talk with that person, have in, uh, emotional intimacy with that person, and spend time with that person. To even study that person, if you will. And then you go to Jeremiah chapter 31. Jeremiah chapter 31. Verses 33 and 34 states this. It says, But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. I will put my law within them and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. They shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. From the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and will remember their sin no more. The new covenant that God created that we are living under, the, the Lord wants it to be to where we don't have to teach 
of him no more because all will know him. All will know him. From the least of them to the greatest of them. God is no respecter of persons. He wishes that all would come to know him. And that should be our desires as followers of Christ. Is that all would know him. But that starts with ourselves. If we don't know him, how are we to teach others about knowing him? And then you've got the book of Psalm. I love, I love the Psalms. I love them, love them, love them. Book of Psalm. Chapter 100, which is one of the, one of the, the uh, most popular Psalms out there. So let's get to, to chapter 100. Starting with verse 3, it says, Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. Know the Lord. What is the be best thing to know about Him is that He is good he is good he is better than any other to know the lord is to understand that he is good to understand that he is our creator we are his people and the sheep of his pasture and i want to say something to 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 truly know god we have to know who we are in him and what does the Bible say that we are in him, that we are his sheep, that we are his people, that we are a chosen priesthood, that we are called, that we are saved, that we are redeemed, that, that we are his beloved, that he loves us, that he sent his one and only son to die on the cross and to rise again so that we can have new life in him, free from sin, free from the bondage of death, hell, and the grave, that is who we are we are sons and daughters of the most high we have been adopted into the family of god we are free we are not forsaken we are his that is who we are and that's part of knowing god is knowing who we are in him proverbs Nine. Book of Proverbs, one of the greatest books of, of, about an integrity and about relationships. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. If we know who God is, we will fear Him. Now, some people out there maybe that, that have, have not grown up in the church might say, hmm, I don't really want to serve somebody that I am fearful of. It's not fear in the sense of shying away from him or being afraid that he is going to hurt us or or um, it's not a neg negative thing. The fear, fearing the Lord is being in awe and, 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 and reverence of him, understanding his power. Understanding his power, it's it's that 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 it's a reverential, if you will, fear, not a 
oh my goodness, I'm so afraid of God. Like, I don't even want to talk to him because what if I say the wrong words? No, we don't have to fear him in that way. But having that all, understanding that he is the supreme being, that he is sovereign over all, that he controls all, that he is, he will judge all, knowing his power, that he is in control of all things. That is the kind of fear that we're talking about. And then Colossians, going back to the New Testament this evening. Colossians chapter 1 verse 10 states that you may walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, pleasing to all, being fruitful in every work and increasing in the knowledge of of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, enduring everything with perseverance and patience joyfully. Again, increasing in the knowledge of God. When we increase in that knowledge of God, what does it do? It states right here. And we're going to talk about this in, in the weeks to come. And it might end up being a little bit more than this month that we talk about knowing God. And, and, and we, we go on this path of, of knowing God. Because, yes, um, knowing God, what does it do? Uh, it helps us to understand who we are in Him. We've talked about that. But it also affects the way that we carry ourselves. It affects our actions. It affects how we live our life. It says that when we know God, we are going to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, pleasing to all, being fruitful in every good work strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, enduring everything with perseverance and with patience, joyfully. I don't know about you, but I want to walk in a manner worthy of, what, of, of the calling that he has set before me. But I can't do that, and I can't, especially can't do it well, until I, until I know him, until I have that that deep intimate personal relationship where i truly know him not just about him because there's a lot of people that when they grew up they sat in sunday school or they sat in church because the because their parents took them to church or or they've heard about god there's a lot of people that know about him in this world but there's a stark difference between just knowing about him and about really knowing him. For example, when we think about, about different religions and different different people, um, there are people that are called atheists, which people who are atheists are kind of anti-God. They, they don't believe, they don't believe in God, and uh, some of them make it kind of their life, life journey to debunk every, every uh, Christian belief out there. And you'll find that an atheist will be able to quote scripture a lot of times better than believers, which, which is sad, but, but a truth. That they'll be able to, to, to quote, you know, scripture left and right. They know about God. They can spout out a bunch of facts about God and about what is in the word of God. They don't know God because if they knew him, they would be serving him. They would be loving him. They would be walking in a manner worthy of the calling. They would, they would know 
who they are in Christ and know that Christ is the one true king who died and rose for all. So there is a big difference between knowing about God and knowing God. So in the next, like I said, at least probably four weeks, if not longer, we're going to talk about knowing God. We're going to talk about maybe some of those attributes of God that others have kind of neglected, but that are true attributes of God that we need to know and we need to understand. We're going to talk about how knowing God changes the way that we act, the way that we walk. We're going to talk about knowing who we are in Christ and what that looks like. We're just going to be talking about a bunch of stuff over over the next several weeks. And so um, I'm going to pray to end this podcast. But I just want to encourage you guys to not just know about God, but to know God. And how do you do that? You do it by spending time with Him. You do it by spending time in the Word. You do it by by prayer, which prayer is supposed to be a dialogue where, yes, you talk and, and you make your request known to God and you tell Him how awesome He is, but you also take time to be silent and to let Him speak. So I just encourage you all to not just know about Him, but to know Him. And if you are falling into the category of, I don't know if I know God, I, I know about Him, but I don't really know Him, reach out to me or to someone else who can help you along that journey of getting to really know who God is. Let other people help you because we were not meant to do it alone. If we were meant to do it alone, there would be no need for church. We could all just stay at home and read read our Bibles and fend for ourselves, but that's not what Christ intended. He intended for us to be a, a a body of believers he intended us to be a family of believers working together to know god so let us pray dear god i thank you for this day that you've given us god i thank you um god that you've laid on my heart this this topic of of not just knowing about you but knowing you god and i pray that as we spend the next several weeks looking at this that you would speak to my heart god that i would continue to get to know you more God because I can spend my whole life getting to know you and still just scratch the surface of who you are Father God and I pray that people who are listening God that they would have that desire to know you not just to know about you God that you would lead people in their paths that would help them would strengthen them in their relationship with you as they continue to get to know you and it's in your name I pray amen I will see you Hopefully next week with another episode on Knowing God.